Hi, I'm Emily Scott, and I am the host of Bless Your Mess podcast, where we hear from each other, grow together, and know that we aren't alone in this world. I can't wait for you to hear stories that inspire you and hope that you know that you can go through any struggles and come out the other end better. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Bless Your Mess podcast. I hope your day or your week is going awesome. Today, we are going to be talking about something involving relationships and something that my husband and I talk about a lot within our relationship, and that is a relationship versus a partnership. Some people might consider them to be the same. In our relationship, we consider it two separate things. So we'll talk a little bit about what a relationship means to us versus what a partnership might mean and how can we benefit from really seeing our relationship as a partnership instead of just a relationship. If you guys have listened to some of the previous episodes, you know that my husband and I have been together for about three years. We got married last fall and we have had a lot of different experiences just within those three years together. We started dating in 2019 through mutual friends and we were pretty much inseparable from our first date. But since then, you guys, we have gone through like the 2020 COVID era, however you want to describe that aspect, where my husband had gotten laid off and then permanently lost his job. We have opened and sold two businesses together now. We have lived in three different states together, and we have just gone through a lot of different life experiences together in those three short years. One thing that my husband and I are fully aware of is that our relationship is very different and very special from many other people's, and we are very grateful for that. But I think a part of that comes from conversations that we had early on in our relationship and really setting expectations for each other and ourselves in this relationship. To give you guys a little bit of some like personalities in our relationship. So I am like very outgoing, very fun, very all over the place, disorganized. And my husband was Marine. He's a little bit meticulous about things. He is definitely a planner and we have opposite strengths, which is incredible. But with all of that can also come a lot of miscommunication for both of us. Or we're talking about the same thing using different terms just because we're from different places and our families are a little different and we sometimes end up talking in circles. But I think early on we really realized that we wanted to be in this for the long haul and we really wanted to make our relationship work. And I was very honest with my then boyfriend, now husband, about having gone through some experiences and being in relationships that weren't healthy and letting him know that I had some like residual habits that weren't great in relationships and some triggers that weren't great from previous relationships so that we both had an awareness of what we could be expecting from me in my relationship and how we could work through that together. So now that you guys have a little bit of like background on our relationship, we really decided that we wanted to be a partnership versus a relationship. Like usual, I'm going to 
add a quick note here for you guys that this is just how my husband and I see our relationship. This is not necessarily how everybody has to or should view their relationship or should come up with their like terms for lack of a better word in their relationship. This is just how my husband and I do things and this is what works for us. Something different might work for you as well. The big difference for us in a relationship versus a partnership is mainly around communication and expectations. And we go through ebbs and flows with this. This is something that we are constantly working on and something that we're trying to be more aware of. Actually, just recently we had a dinner where we had a conversation about how we both feel we've been in a relationship and not a partnership during the last few months of our lives. Since we've been going through a little bit of chaos and moving and stuff like that, we have felt more in a relationship then we have a partnership. So some of the differences for us tend to be if we are communicating with each other effectively in just daily tasks, if we are sharing things from work or with our friends with each other, if we're having conversations at home, or if we tend to just come home and turn the TV on and sit there. It might be communicating about bills and making sure that we each have things paid correctly. It might be talking about our schedules or meal planning together. But what it really comes down to at the end of the day with all of these factors is how we are valuing one another, how much time we are spending together, the quality of our time spent together, our communication between each other, and making sure that we are setting expectations for ourselves and each other that we are both living up to as well. For us, it really comes down to being a team in our relationship versus two individuals who just happen to live together and raise a cat together because we don't have a family yet. And are we just cohabitating or are we actually living a life together and growing our life together? That is the difference for us between a relationship and a partnership. And I'll break down a few of those different points as well, you guys. And I really want to start with expectations because that tends to be like a scary word for people when it comes to relationships. And I think it's because we all associate it with work expectations or different things like that. But I think expectations in a relationship can be really important. Expectations can be things like daily tasks or chores around the house. For example, my husband is typically the one that sets out the garbage when it's time to do that, Um, but it can also be other things as well. So for us, we do have expectations for each other on what we like to have happen when each of us comes home. Now, it's not like a rigid expectation of like you have to do XYZ when you walk in the door. What it instead looks like is just some general guidelines that my husband and I have set together so that we communicate effectively when we get home and we spend time together that is what we consider to be valuable time together. For example, when either of us walks in the door after work, we don't automatically turn on the TV or sit down or, or anything like that. 
There is, you know, an exception to the rule, of course, if one of us has had a really hard day. However, that is something that we communicate before each of us gets home so that the other person is aware. So if one of us is having a hard day at work and we just need a few minutes to decompress, we say, we might text each other or call each other on the way home and just let one another know that, hey, like, I just need a few minutes to just sit and, like, gather my thoughts, gather what has happened today. It's been a really different day. I just need about 10 minutes when I get home and then I will be present. This expectation has really helped with making sure that we are very present when we get home and we're not just in our screens for the rest of the night. We typically like to have dinner together. We typically like to talk about our days together. We might watch a show or a movie at the end of the day, but we first really like to communicate when we get home and talk to one another and just have an awareness of what is going on in each other's lives. Like I said, this expectation is not for everybody. This is just how we do it. And we have a lot of different things like that in our relationship. Like we have expectations with when it comes to paying bills or how we allocate money for fun things or how we take care of the cat, who feeds her, who waters her, who does different things throughout the house. We have expectations when we go on long trips of, you know, neither of us really likes to drive. So every about hour and a half to two hours, we switch on and off when we're on a longer drive so that it is fair for both of us since it's a task we don't both love, but then it is split evenly and that's just an expectation that we have. So none of it is like super huge expectations of like, I expect you to love me all the time and pay all your attention to me and never do anything else. But it does really help set us up for a successful day and a successful trip, successful life together when we have these boundaries or expectations set and we're not second guessing or wondering, you know, who does what in our house. The other really big main component of this is the communication aspect as well. I will admit any day of the week that my husband and I probably over communicate about everything, but that is what works for us because we really like to have a full understanding on what's going on with the other person. We do have times where we sit down and discuss like if we haven't been communicating enough or if we feel like we've been kind of tuning each other out those are conversations that we do have with one another and they are civil conversations where we both just talk about how we feel we don't assign blame we don't say that the other person makes us feel this way we do say that you know i feel this way it sometimes happens when you do X. However, it's my feelings. We don't ever want to make the other person feel bad in our relationship or feel like they've done something wrong. If there is something that one of us would like to change or be done better, it is a two-person conversation that we have in order to make changes in our relationship. As an example, we have found that Sometimes when we get home, we do like our, I don't know, debriefing for lack of a better word and talk about our days when we get home. But then after dinner, we tend to just sit on our phones and ignore each other a little bit 
go into our own little worlds and then we're losing valuable time with each other. When we had the conversation about it, it was not like you're on your phone all the time. I feel like I'm being ignored, blah, 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 blah. Instead, the conversation looked like I feel that I might be on my phone sometimes and might be ignoring you or not talking to you. Is that something that you feel as well? Or the conversation might be, I feel like we don't talk to each other as much when we've gotten home after dinner. What do you think might be the cause of that? And then we have a conversation about it. It's never like, you make me feel this way. It is, I acknowledge my feelings and I acknowledge where I could be contributing more. Let's come up with a solution together. Where that comes from with us is we feel like sometimes perspective isn't what the situation necessarily is. I might feel that something is happening that isn't necessarily happening. So no matter what we feel is happening, let's get to the root of the situation, the root of the problem, the sitting on the phones instead of talking, and how do we as a team come up with a solution for that? Okay, now we have a solution. Let's come up with a plan to put in place so that we can actually benefit from this together. We don't have a fight about it. It doesn't have any blaming in the situation. It's just how do we come up to a solution together to make our relationship better and stronger and communicate more and feel like we're both valued in this relationship. I think we have maybe had two or three big fights in our entire relationship One was before I was sober and was around alcohol. And one was, I don't know, maybe a year, year and a half ago, um, where we had a difference in opinion on responsibility and finances. And we just weren't clear with each other on what that was looking like. And it ended up being a big fight. Now, that's not to say we don't have like disagreements. We do disagree. We disagree a lot. However, it's always like an open conversation about what we disagree about and how do we come to like a middle ground or a resolution or solution together. There are disagreements that we have on opinions of different things that will never change between the two of us, but we just come to like a mutual understanding of like we agree to disagree. It is something that we can bring up for conversation later, but as of right now, I have a differing opinion than you do. We're not going to see eye to eye on this. I accept you for where you are and I appreciate that you're open with me about this conversation. And I would say the third big piece for us in a relationship versus a partnership is that we always support each other. If one of us has something big and awesome and crazy that we want to do, we 100% support each other. Now, that's not to say we don't play devil's advocate for each other. That's not to say we don't disagree with what the other person wants to do. But if it's something we're really passionate about, we'll always support the other person. I think a really great example of this is when we decided to move in January. It had kind of started as a, oh, I don't know, this could potentially be something. But it also involved us selling our two businesses, we would have to relocate to elsewhere to follow what we wanted to do. And we both needed jobs. 
So what happened was we came up with a list of, okay, these are the obstacles, not necessarily the stopping points for us. We, this wasn't, we can't move because of these things. It was, these are things that we need to find solutions for before we can move. But what it came down to was when I had finally said yes to moving, it didn't matter what it took. We were going to find a way to make it work. When it came down to the decision that my husband would have to move three months before I could, we made it work. We accepted that it was something that we were going to have to go through and we just went on forward to make it work. We both saw the benefits for each other and for ourselves. We each wanted to be on a different career path than we were on. We each wanted to be closer to people on the East Coast or in Florida. We each had people we wanted to be closer to. And we knew that what we wanted to do in the future for our family and for ourselves wasn't able to be done where we currently were. So we each supported the decisions that we individually made and as a couple made and made it work so that we could move and potentially be living a better life than we were. I think the same goes for when I decided to get sober almost three years ago or when my husband decided to stop smoking 50 days after that. I think when my husband decided he wanted to jump on a completely different career path, we we decided to just go for it and figure it out as we went along. But truly what it came down to was, like I said earlier, communication, making sure we had a plan, making sure that we were doing it together, and really understanding that it was what was best for each other. And that might be like the fourth thing, I guess, that I'm just realizing now as I'm saying this is we truly want what is best for each other. At the end of the day, this relationship doesn't work unless we both want the best for each other and the best for ourselves. If we're just being selfish in this relationship, then it's just two people cohabitating together. If we really want to work for what's best for the both of us and what might be best for the future and we want to do it together, then it's a partnership and we can really do incredible, insane, awesome things together when we treat it as a partnership. Now, like I said, this isn't necessarily for everybody. This is how we have decided works best for us so that we are constantly keeping awareness of what is best for one another and working together so that we're making our future better. If you have a different way of how you do it, we would definitely love to hear that as well. Or if you have any tips or tricks on how you contribute to your relationship to make it better and grow with your spouse every day, we would love to hear that as well. That is all I have for today's episode, you guys. I hope that you have a great rest of your week. I hope that you might have learned something that is helpful for you. And I hope that it is nice and sunny wherever you are. So thank you so much for listening today, you guys. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Bless Your Mess podcast. If you liked what you heard, go ahead and click the subscribe button. If you want to see sneak peeks of the upcoming episodes and stay in the loop, then go ahead and follow us on social media. We are on Instagram and TikTok at Bless Your Mess podcast. We can't wait to share everything that we have coming soon. Bye.